Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ, John, Kane here, as always, to use DynastyTradeCalculator.com and all of its awesomeness to help you be awesome. You're awesome already. You don't need help. But just in case, we're here to lift you up a little bit. We're here to help you make trades, help you do things. We're just here for you. That's what matters. We are one week closer to the draft. We are one week closer to rookie drafts. We are two seconds away from me saying, Kane, who do you got a quarterback for us? Uh, so I'm going to go with the quarterback of my favorite team in the NFL, uh, because I don't think we really talked about Kirk Cousins very much. Um, or a Not whole directly, lot but he's usually in a bunch of lists. It looks like the last time we talked about him was episode 73. I have all of it on hidden, so I'm like, I'm using this. Yeah, so it's been a long time talking about uh, Kirk Cousins, and I think Kirk Cousins is really interesting, right? Because if we look at kind of that tier of players, um, he's usually one of the guys that outproduces everyone else around him in terms of fantasy points, right? Nope. Obviously, we know that he's in the last year of his contract. Um, what is he, 34 years old? Ish. 34, 35? Um, 34 is what the math says. Um, so it's just the one thing that's confusing is his value. Uh, so currently in the calculator, it's Kirk Cousins or the 107. Ooh. Which I'm I take I'm taking the pick. I think it's too high. <laughs> it is yeah. like man, it when was the do you guys remember the last time we were just like, oh yeah, I'll take the pick? And it wasn't like something low. Like it feels like top two, three tiers of players, maybe just the calculator doesn't like picks this year. I, I mean like, it's 107 is just where it uh like that that's a cutoff. That's the cutoff. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if I'm staring at a competing team and I, you know, well, we, this is like the, the situation we've been using the entire time. So let's keep going. I won. I had Tom Brady. Yep. Yeah. And let's say I have the 110 on my team because I traded for it. I'd give up the 110 for Kirk Cousins. Same. I think, I, think, no, I think he's obtainable for a late first. Yeah. Uh, 107. Just no. Nope. too much. I, I, I want. I want JSN or Gibbs like, or I want to hold on to it. And maybe one of the rookie quarterbacks not named Will Levis falls to me at one Oh seven somehow. Like, you know, imagine if you traded the one Oh seven cause you needed a quarterback and you got Kirk cousins and then you're sitting there watching the draft and, and like, you know, young, young falls to one Oh seven or something like that. <laughs> you're like, Oh, like the I, options I mean, are just too strong. Yeah. It's the back. At what point are we talking to 108 as soon as we get out of that tier? 108 is closer. That would depend on my team because at the 108, I assume I'm probably taking Will Levis. Uh, I mean, we'll see how the draft goes, but it feels like the 108 is where I am going to be on the clock and just go, I have to take the quarterback. Um, but if I'm competing, I'd probably rather have Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So I'd probably give the 108 in that scenario. Um, and if I have, I mean, if I'm needing a quarterback, I'd rather use it on Kirk Cousins and compete. If I'm not competing, 
I don't know if I'm taking, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm going to be hard pressed to take Will Levis. We'll see again. We'll see. Maybe the draft stock uh, bumps him up into a point where I feel great taking him at the 108. There's a couple of receivers I'd rather have over him. Yeah, that's that's my problem. My my bias towards wide receivers. And there's one Same. or two, of course, depending on landing spot for everything we say. Yeah. Well, not landing spot. Draft capital is a better word. Um, I don't know. I think the real answer should be, yeah, at the 108. I'm on the clock. I'm competing. I would probably do it. But I want to take the cheat answer. I want to take John's answer of... I'll just spend the 108 on something else and go trade the 202 for Derek Carr. You know, one of those things. Like, <laughs> yeah. if my choice were give the 108 for Cousins or give the 112 slash 201 or two for X good enough quarterback, I'd rather spend the 108 on something else and get the cheaper quarterback. But I get it. I If I saw 108, 109 for Kirk Cousins come across my emails that someone else did it, okay, that happens. So- so here's here's just one follow-up question to you guys. And let's say let's say you're in a league that does the rookie draft like two weeks before the NFL draft, right? Or excuse me, two weeks tomorrow. Sorry, two weeks before the season starts. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. I, we we probably all have some of those leagues. I know I do, yeah. where the rookie draft is like a week before the NFL the NFL season even. Yeah, it's up. kind of it's kind of fun to have a couple of those. Oh, so l- let's say it's what let's say it's one of those. It's super flex, like you've already kind of seen some quarterbacks get moved, right? Derek, let's say Derek Carr might've already been moved, maybe an Aaron Rodgers or something like that. One of those lower level guys, a, a Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, at that point, if you've seen kind of multiple quarterbacks get moved, are you just saying screw it and going straight for a guy like Kirk Cousins? Yes. Because- 100% in that situation where like, even by the time there's so much more information that we would know, if we waited till after the NFL draft for our rookie drafts. And of course, waiting till like the end of the, like right before the season starts, like even like if we had some preseason games, you have a much stronger feeling even on someone like Will Levis, who we might be taking at the 108, assuming he falls to that and all of that. So, and especially like you said, if there's other quarterbacks moving and taking them off the board and I want to win, the closer to the season you get is when you make those moves. So yeah, if, if it's right before the season, and it was 108 Kirk Cousins, or I just spend the 108, I would go get Kirk Cousins. I'd be good with that. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think I think it gets tough, right? At the 108, Will Evans is probably gone, right? He's probably going at the 105, 106 in most rookie drafts after think, he gets drafted like, top 10. The past two years, we've had quarterbacks go 107 or later. Right, but last year, you know, is is an anomaly because we had one first-round quarterback that got drafted at, what, pick 18? But if you want to go the year before where we had, what, five quarterbacks in the first round, three of them went right away, and the other two went at the back of the first? Yeah. Like, like it, Do you not it, see it, a world where Will Levis does go at, like, the eight or nine? No. No? I don't because I, I don't think the wide receivers are, like – the wide receivers are as good in this draft as they were in previous drafts, right? Oh, that, that, I mean, that's that for sure. I push mean, like quarterbacks down. But this year, are the running backs good enough to push quarterbacks down? No. Okay. Two are. Well, yes, but they're already, you know, where they are. Right, nervous, right, right. I think. Um, okay, no, I was legitimately asking because that that's like I keep saying that 
like I've been inching earlier and earlier for Levis, and that I keep be, people keep saying, well, you know, Mac Jones and Zach Wilson doesn't matter. They got drafted, you know, top ten. I think Mac Jones was top ten. I can't remember anymore in the NFL, and they still got pushed to the end of the first in rookie drafts. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I want to say Mac Jones was pick fifteen. Yeah, he was around like like twelve right. is sticking in my head, but I just I went with it anyway. Yeah. Um, no, I I get it. I just think that Will Levis is probably going to go top four overall. So, okay, no, absolutely, that moves him up. But I have a list for you. It's just a list of four players. Let's I kept go. it short for John. Um, so we have Kirk Cousins, uh, Jared Goof, Daniel Jones. And Aaron Rodgers. Everyone else is very far away, either up or down in value. Uh, so I have Daniel Jones at number one, <laughs> which feels very surprising to me. But uh, I'll take that. I'll take that running. Uh, you know, he's got a deal now, so yeah, I, I feel a little more comfortable with him. Uh, number two, I have Cousins, and Cousins and Rodgers basically feel the same to me, but. Rogers just annoys the shit out of me at this point. Like, uh, I don't want to, what he's, what, if you have him on your team right now, you've got to be annoyed with him. <laughs> and guess what? You're going to be annoyed again next year. Maybe he keeps playing and you'll be annoyed again the next year. Uh, the upside of Rogers is some pretty good wide receivers for the jets. Uh, but there's not a, it's not like the Vikings have slouches for wide receivers either. So, uh, so if I can just, Take cousins, fine. Uh, I'll take cousins over Rogers, and then Goff is last. Um, I don't believe he repeats what he did. I, I think he had his best year, so I think he can be serviceable. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not on my. I'm not going out of my way to get Goff. Daniel Jones, I probably am not trying to get because he's gotten quite expensive. Uh, but Rogers and Cousins, yeah, those two are. Those two are right in line with the how I play quarterback. So try and get them for the, the one I can get for cheaper for this year. That'd be great. I have Kirk Cousins first, and it's taking safety over upside because I think Daniel Jones with the rushing, with hopefully better people to catch the ball when he if he does actually throw it this year. The ceiling is higher on Jones, but I will take the safety in. Kirk Cousins has is a decent amount of safety too at this point. Yeah, but he turns the ball over more. And what if last season was his highest production? Would you be insanely Probably. surprised? No, not at all. So give me one or two seasons of a Kirk Cousins over four seasons of Daniel Jones right now. I'm good with that. Again, that's me being risk averse, which isn't always the right answer, but I'll take Cousins first, Jones second, because I do really like Daniel Jones. Like, I was buying him last season and I'm still here for it. Well, like John said, he got a little too expensive now, so I'm not going out for him. Like I didn't want to pay anything. Like I wanted the, to, to pay the 112 and feel gross that I had to pay it first. That's when I was happy buying Daniel Jones. Now, not so much. I have Jared Goff third and Aaron Rodgers fourth, but the second anything real about the trade going through of Rodgers to the Jets happens, that's going to swap. I so badly want him to just be like, this is annoying. This, this, this has been a hassle. I'm done. I quit. I retire. And, <laughs> and I, just walk away. That's part of the reason I'm there, for, like I, that he's on the bottom for me. Like, I can't imagine a world where if this trade doesn't work out, he starts in Green Bay. Like, I, I think that bridge has been they, burned, they, they buried. Can't do that. They can't do that to love. Like, 
I mean, they could. What, what do they care? It's not, Fair enough. You know, but like, like, as a human, like, just like, oh. <laughs> it, it breaks my brain. And I know I can't think uh, of this from humans. But that that's, that's just where I am at this point. in the NFL. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I try and be a human every once in a while. What do you got? I here? have the same list as John. Um, oh. I think I'd rather have the 25-year-old Daniel Jones than the 34-year-old Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's a pretty big difference. <laughs> I get it. Um, Goff has to be last. I think if you look at these four and you're like, oh, who has the best chance of being replaced this year? It's Jared oh, Goff. It yep. is. So They, they could like, draft a quarterback, couldn't they? 100%. Like, so Goff is clearly at the bottom. Daniel Jones is first just because of age. Um, I will always have Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers because uh, I'm a Vikings fan. So, um, yeah, uh, I would prefer Aaron Rodgers to be on the Jets, and then I might like him. But did it work for Favre that way for you? Uh, so I liked Favre even when he was on the Packers okay. because at least he didn't have a persnickety attitude. Persnickety like, attitude, like Aaron Rodgers. Um, persnickety. That, that's just a good word. It's a great word. <laughs> Um, he's had some issues since he's left the NFL. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, I'm just communicating while he was on the Packers. Yeah. Gotcha. Obviously, some stuff happened at the Jets as well. <laughs> uh, and then he went to the Vikings, and Adrian Peters- Peterson fumbled our chance to be in the Super Bowl. But you know, um, not bitter, not bitter, nope, not bitter. Moved on. All right, All right speaking, speaking of, of moving on. Hey, hey. <laughs> wide receiver, right? Yep. I'm next. All right. So <laughs> this is a guy that I'm bringing to the show because I have received offers for him off of my rosters and I have received offers of him to add to my rosters. He's a KJ Osborne. I've seen him everywhere lately. No. I have not accepted any of these either way because when I get the offer to try and pick up this player, it's to give away a second. Not going to freaking happen. When somebody's trying to get him from me, they're offering a third. Probably fair, but like, what am I going to do with a third? So it's OBJ. It's OBJ. Okay. Like in the calculator, he comes in at 2.3. I, you know, obviously he is now a Raven. Hopefully catching passes from Lamar, I guess. Yeah. Uh, maybe, hopefully. Um, but because I've been, I, I'm not kidding, like inundated with offers both ways for OBJ. And I've not wanted either of them. I'm curious how he is actually valued. I, I do think a third is probably fair, but like, why would I give up OBJ for like 308? Like yeah. maybe I'd maybe I get a dart throw to catch lightning in a bottle with OBJ for a year versus the 308. All right. So he does come in on the calculator at 2.3. It's actually the calculator doesn't have a breakdown of individual thirds. Gotta believe that would be somewhere in the early third section because a mid third comes in at about 1.6. So I'm setting this trade up as a 23 third and a 24 third. So you got to give a couple of thirds. One of them is a year away, so it's almost worth really nothing. What do you think? Would you give two thirds for OBJ, Russ? Let let's call it let's call it the three oh seven, and yeah. your twenty four third. Yeah. Um. I don't. 
I have more faith in Odell Beckham giving me a few weeks of fantasy relevance than I do me picking the right person at the 307 this year and next year. I also, he was doing pretty well at the end of last season. Of course, tearing your ACL yet again isn't great. And by no means am I ever expecting Odell Beckham to be a wide receiver one, fantasy-wise. Two, most weeks, probably not either. So, yeah, I I would still give that shot, though. He's still Odell Beckham. Like 80%-ish Odell Beckham. It's worth a shot. If it's you, Any interest? I don't have much interest in Odell Beckham. But also, I don't really have a lot of interest in two thirds. <laughs> this, this is—I mean, this is what this is why I brought it because every time I get I the trade alert, I'm like, and I oh, totally I get trying so. to like, get a. I totally get trying to get a two for him. Oh, makes God, a yes. ton of sense. Yep, but that's um, that's instant reject. <laughs> God no. Yeah, like I, if I had any more shares of Odell, I'd be looking at twenty four twos. Yeah, push it. Give me twenty five two. Let's just do it. Yeah. Um, but I guess I'd rather take the threes. Like, I don't have a lot of faith a in the Ravens passing to someone other than Mark Andrews or B faith that Odell Beckham is that good anymore. Like I could just trade a third for like Zay Jones. Oh yeah. I would rather have Zay Jones. (laughs) I don't know but if you can say Jones for a third. <laughs> I think so since since Calvin Ridley's back. The list the list I have is going to be interesting when we get there. But I will say I, I think the move if if you have OBJ and you're trying to move him, I don't think it's to ask straight up for a second. Like don't even bother. <laughs> you're wasting. Well, you were more saying two thirds for OBJ. So would you do OBJ in a third for and send a second? That's the offer you need to send. Send OBJ. And a 24 third for a 24 second doesn't look like much right now. And maybe you catch one person in your league that is still like an OBJ fan that, you know, they remember that he was the 101 in Dynasty, uh, what, like five or six years ago? Wasn't he like the 101 player? Yep. Uh, non quarterback, obviously. Uh, but <laughs> he had ascended. So maybe they're, maybe they think they can catch that. And if they're looking at 24 seconds, people are a lot, a lot more likely to give those away. They got to drop back around. That's the offer that I would send if I if I have OBJ and I'm wanting to get rid of him. I'm not taking a single third for him. I would probably take a couple of thirds. I might also say like, hey, give me a fourth to a third in 2029. Who can like you know, uh, just it, we're dealing with very little value. So the more little pieces of value I can get, the better because they're all dart throws at this point. So I just want to have a bunch of darts. Um, can I, I, w- give you I would just not a... take, I would not take, uh, I would not give up a second for OBJ and a third, but that's the offer that I think is the best way to send it. Can I give you some crazy stats about sure. Odell Beckham? Just cause I sure. think it's really wild. Um, so since Joe Biden became president, he's had zero 100 yard games <laughs> during Donald thing. Trump's four years in office. He had five 100 yard games. <laughs> wow. So in the past <laughs> six years, He's had five 100-yard games. That's wild to me. That is. Hey, but those rookies that you're going to get at 308 haven't had any 100-yard games in the NFL yet, Kane. So take that. So it's the really same, like the I, same I'm curious. Biden's terms. 
If you just asked that question straight up in the past how what many, five, how six many years, how many 100 yard games had Odell Beckham had? You'd think I, double I'm digits curious, easily. I'm very curious what I would have guessed. It definitely would have been higher than five or six. Yikes. Um, wow. Kane, do real fast. Who, who Granted, are that's during me- the season that doesn't count the Rams in the playoffs because he's so low. Give us give us a rookie wide receiver or two that are like mid third right now. Uh, sure. So you'd be looking at uh, Cedric Tillman, the oh wide receiver God. out of Tennessee. I saw him on the list, and I did not put him on the list because he's way easily more. He's worth way more than OBJ. Uh, and then Tyler Scott. Okay, he's out of he's a Bearcat, right? He certainly is. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's like he, if that was like he, Michael Scott's cousin, then uh, John would be all over that over OBJ. No, I, I actually think there's a chance that uh, Scott gets drafted on day two. So there is. You could be looking, you honestly could be looking at maybe a tight end, the tight end four, tight end five in this class, that same spot as well. Whether that's like I, Tucker I, you Craft. Know, maybe, or, maybe a single third is the right way. <laughs> you could get like Tucker Craft, Sam Laporta, Zach Kuntz. Uh, yeah. Those guys. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to have a a payoff. And and I do think I might get, I think there's a chance of me getting usable games out of OBJ this year, probably not getting usable games out of those tight ends this year. But I guess if, if, if I've just got them hanging on a roster, that's not a compete, it probably is the right move to just take that. Oh yeah. If you're not, take the single take third and move on. Take, take. All right. I probably need to go through my rosters again, just to check them. <laughs> I instantly, I just get it. And I'm like three Oh eight now. Yeah. I'm not like, why bother? All right. Uh, so the list, it is all players that are changing teams. DJ Chark, Adam Thielen, Alan Lazard, and OBJ. I did see like Tillman in that same value range, and I was like, that's not even. I'm going to need that one it. more time. I was no sneaking. problem. OBJ, DJ Chark, Adam Thielen, and Alan Lazard. Yeah. But like all of these guys will probably end up in starting lineups on dynasty teams this year. There, you are going to click the the little box and check them off for the same right. lineup. Go. All right, I, I I put Adam. I put Adam Thielen first. Yeah, me too. Like he's good. He doesn't really have a skill set that age super matters. Plus, at the moment, there's no one else to really be. A pass catcher from there. whom doesn't matter <laughs> okay like they're like adam Thielen will still be the safety blanket and i know that's usually the tight end but i mean hayden hurst isn't as good as adam Thielen. uh i have alan lazard next and this is same i mean a little riding on rogers actually getting moved because Lazard will easy be the deep threat slash wide receiver two on that team. Second pass catcher on that team, unless they just dump the ball off a whole lot to Brees Hall. Uh, I have OBJ third, and it's mostly just because I just don't care about DJ Chark. I have the exact same list as you, Russ. Uh, I have I have Odell Beckham first because I All think right. in season he probably has the highest chance to get the best pick in return. That's true. His name value will carry. Uh, yes. Even though aren't he and Thiel isn't Thielen also like. 30? I mean, aren't they like the same? Thielen's 31. 31 or 32. Okay. Yeah. Still close. Uh, I've Thielen second because that reason, right? I think he's just a better wide receiver than most people on this list. He's probably better than Odell Beckham, but I think if we're talking pure value, just Odell Beckham 
has the chance to actually go up in value. Yeah. Adam Thielen doesn't. I yeah. think his value is going to be his value for now until the time he retires and moves yeah. back to Minnesota. OBJ has one single good play, like a highlight play, and he's worth a second. Yeah, <laughs> like you instantly get a second for him. That yeah, could happen in practice. Yeah, that's true. He's going to catch a three-yard slant, make one guy look like a fool by one juke, and take it for 70 yards and a touchdown, and yeah. he'll be worth a second easy. That's probably true. You probably will be able to get a, a 24 second for him in season if he does anything. Yeah. I have Alan Lazard three, Chark at four. Like, I just don't want DJ Chark on any of my teams. I just, I forgot he was in the league. I'm not going to lie. That's fair. I had he's, him he's on said so Chark, many and I'm like, as a rookie. he might be still playing. So nice. And I, just, I got rid of half of him. So it was, it worked out well. Well, Zach Reed and his children are monsters, so I just hear that name and I just start uh, yes, singing yes, yes, DJ Chark. You don't have to do it. Oh, I do. I have to share my misery with everyone else. All right, is it my turn? I think it's my turn. Yes, it is. I, and I'm because I want to talk about tight ends, no less. Woo! And George Kittle is a player that I was kind of out on, and the more I heard some people, the more I. I was about to say red, but I don't read anything. And the more I watched, the more I'm like, no, okay. I was a little wrong. Um, George Kittle, I think his biggest problem is that when he's hurt, he'll still play. You know, like, it's really nice when if a guy hurts his leg to just miss a game because you know you don't have to start him. George Kittle, last season, hurt his leg pretty early on. And the bigger problem was their offensive line got hurt. So he stayed into block a lot. But then he got healthy, the offensive line got a little healthier, and he started putting up 30 points a game again. So I got, I went on a big swing with, with Kittle, and I'm back on the Kittle band wagon. But I can tell you right now, based on the conversation we had at the beginning of the show, that no one is given this one. George Kittle or the 103? Pick. I was going to say pick before you even said what the pick was. Wow, he's worth the 103? That's 31. easily. 6 Versus 32 points for the 103. Yeah. That is easily the pick. Oh, yeah. So very easy. <laughs> like, I need to go find out where I have Kittle still. Although yeah, he was very it. helpful. Like, I I traded for him in the playoffs a couple of spots, and I think it won yep. me some leagues. Absolutely. See, I started now again. I, I only talk about players and value because I don't watch closely enough to be able to equate players' play style. So this is 100% dynasty or just fantasy football-wise. Like Gronk in his prime, you had to bake in the fact that he was going to miss like three games a season because he always missed games. But when he played, he was pretty much tight end one points per game. Like he'll still finish the season as the tight end two or tight end one with missing games overall. George Kittle's at that point now. You bake in the fact that you know you're going to miss games. When he's fully healthy and playing, he's a top three, four tight end in points per game. You just also have those issues where Oh man, he hurt his ankle. Is he going to be okay? Fine, I'll play him. And then he catches two balls and Ross Duelli runs routes and you just cry a little bit. So clearly the 103 is not it. Uh, Kane, am I guessing you would not give any first for George Kittle? I would give a first. Okay, because you, you you were ready to say no to anything. Uh, like, I, just, I just know the value of Kittle in the calculator oh, yeah. was just going to be far more than I would pay. I would pay the seven or the eight. That's around where I am, I think. Like this if we're at seven again right now, with things being as they are, I think I want Addison. No, honestly, 
I would give up the seven. Like I want JSN. I want Gibbs depending on where and when he goes. But after that, I think the positional advantage of when Kittle plays is absolutely worth it. I'm lower. I'm like the 10, 11, 12. Oh, I would do that so easily. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's where I would feel comfortable giving up for Kittle. All right. Uh, so oh, I, I don't, I don't think that he's on a track to an early retirement, but he's a guy that I would not be surprised that if he gets an injury at some point and just says, you know what? I've kind of had enough of this rehab thing. Well, <laughs> I'm calling it quit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny that we, we now equate people with good personalities as people that are willing to just walk away. Well, I, and I love it. Like I'd love when players do it. Like I'm I cheer <laughs> for them to do it. I wish more of them would do it. I wish they'd all play one year and be like, Nope, I'm good. See you, NFL. There's a bunch of them. Like, <laughs> Well, I think it's Blake Martinez who was a linebacker for the Packers and the Giants quit and now sells Pokemon cards Wow! and made more money doing that than he did in the NFL. Of course he had a decent amount of money to invest in it in the first place, but like, yeah, <laughs> he, well, not really. He was on his rookie contract. So he made like a million dollars, but still more than I have to invest in cards, but okay. So I didn't want to do just a straight tight end list because that doesn't usually help. So I took small lists from every, position because with tight end like at this level i feel like that's what you got to do so we're assuming all of this is super flex tight end premium because that's how we usually go so i want you to slide george kittle into this group and these are all in calculator order i don't know if you want to change the order up to you guys so first list george kittle tua will levis kirk cousins Kittle's at the bottom. Yep, Kittle's at the bottom. Then <laughs> um, my list would go to a probably, I don't know, maybe Cousins. We'll have to go back, rewind like 20 minutes and listen to that discussion. I feel like we talked about Levis versus Cousins. <laughs> we did. Kittle is at the bottom, though. Okay. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want it to be, but it is. All right. Next, we have running uh, running backs. Travis Etienne. Najee Harris, Tony Pollard, George Kittle. I'll take Kittle over Pollard. I will bump him above Pollard, but that's it. So it's Etienne, Harris, Pollard, and Kittle? Yep. Etienne, Harris, Pollard, Kittle. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd put Kittle second. I'd take him over Najee Harris, I think. That's where I am. Um, I would take Etienne first. And honestly, I think it's more of a value play than a player play. Like, I think if I wanted to trade ETN right now, I'd be able to get more. I'd be able to get George Kittle plus is yeah. kind of. And also, I wouldn't be sad to have Travis ETN on my team. I do like him. I love that offense. So, OK, let's move on to wide receivers. Clemson wide receiver, right? What? He was a Clemson wide receiver, right? T. Higgins? No, ETN. Didn't he catch passes at Clemson? Yeah, but he was a running back. No, so, don't. And, he was, and he was small. He only likes You're, big receivers. I I was just figuring that Russ, you know, was expanding his horizons, yeah. but he's sticking oh, with I, people that I catch balls not in expand That's horizons, it. John. I find my niche and I just dig until I've come out the other side of whatever. I do not expand. You had to like Justin Ross day on Twitter when that day, ha- that one day that happened a few weeks ago. They showed a, pic- a, a video of him catching a pass from a Holmes. Heck yeah. Catching the dancing. back of the, catching the back of the ball. <laughs> wait until, yeah. wait until he finds out about a guy named Adam Randall. I love it already. But six three two thirty. Oh, I'm in. Got two first names. 
Yeah, that's can't trust that. Um, but the first person on this next list is T. Higgins. Uh, T. Higgins. That's not even close. I'm going in value. This is I. I T. Higgins, DK Metcalf, Cooper Cup. Oh, you know, I'm probably gonna take Kittle and tight it like and super flex tight end premium. Yeah. I'm probably taking Kittle over Cup. I think that's as far as I'm pushing him. And even that, that I if agree. I have another tight end that I feel okay with, I'd rather have Cup. That is I'm with you. But okay, no, I'll save it to the end. For the last one now we do have tight ends. Dallas Goddard, TJ Hawkinson, Pat Fryermuth, and George Kittle. Uh, Hawk first, and then the rest. Where would they are? Uh, I'll take. I, I would probably take Kittle over Fryermuth, but that's it. I I would rather have Goddard and Hawkinson over Kittle at this point. So every list I gave you, the first person I listed was above George Kittle. The second two were below, <laughs> and Kittle did not make it into the second of most of our lists actually for John, he did not make it to any of them. Like I so, said, I'm lower on Kittle than, than fair the... enough. So yeah, that came around. Uh, I just wanted to also, I'm, I agree completely with John on tight ends, by the way, as I'm sitting here trying to update my spreadsheet and talk at the same time. Um, yeah. So like, I was just curious really to see how this would go because when we talk about tight ends, when we talk about tight ends and tight end premium, because the point of tight end premium is to catch, tight ends up with other positions where we would slot him in when it comes to value, because he is a weird player that I think you need to believe in a bit. And I think I'm there. So I wanted to see where everyone else slotted him in with the other positions. It was, this was fun. I like this. It's fun. it's fun to compare position to position sometimes or position to different position, I guess. All right. Well, on that note, we are closing down the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher, Dynasty Outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch FF, Kane Fassell at Devi underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We're out of here.